Let's Get Spooky! Hey fiends, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Get Spooky. I'm Leanna Vamp. And I'm Ashley Jonkis. And on today's episode, we are talking about possessions. It's spookier when we whisper it, right? It is. It feels like it's inside of us. <laughs> and just like every other episode, I always say that I'm terrified of the thing that we're talking about. But this is actually, I would say, on my worst fear list. This is number one. I am absolutely terrified of being possessed. And this is like a lifelong culmination of it's reached its final peak. Um, and I don't, well, I know exactly why I'm terrified of it, but how do you feel about possession? I don't really want to be possessed. Like that's not my jam. I feel like I got, like I've said in numerous podcasts before, I'm like, I've got a lot of shit to do. I don't need another human inside of me to tell me what I need to do. Like I, I know who I am. I don't need a demon, frankly. Like, I'm good. I feel like possession would be a very big inconvenience. It like, would, I'm- and it's ironic because the places that I want to go most are probably hella spoiled with demons waiting right. to get inside. But I think that there's, like, super haunted places, and then there's those things coming home with you and possessing you. So like there's a fine line of like, you can still go do those things and enjoy those things and just be very aware and be like, Hey man, or woman, you're not allowed to come home with me or cat or cat or whatever spirit you stay here. I'll go away. Um, but for me, I think that the whole, it's a little bit of a fascination with possession because I find it to be very interesting in the fact that it's usually like a religious thing where it comes from. So sometimes you're wondering, is this actually a thing? Is that really what happened? Or is there some, or some other sort of like phenomenon that explains it? I think it's a misunderstood entity that we just can't comprehend because we, I think that we just don't understand what a soul is yet. Mm -hmm. And so like when we're dealing with like haunted items, haunted things, haunted places, entities, spirits, We don't really know what that is because we don't entirely know exactly what a soul is and how that carries beyond. It's not like a textbook definition of something that we can understand. Yeah. So in terms of religion, you're just like, yeah, people have souls and they don't explain it. Yeah. I think you think about like way back in the day when there was possessions um, and it was before there was like things that were diagnosed like schizophrenia or mental disorders or anything like health related where people just, they didn't have the knowledge and they didn't know what it was. So rather than being like, oh, she might have some sort of thing wrong with her brain, it was like possessed. Yeah, they're going to strap you to a bed and they're going to like throw holy water at you and be like, you have been relieved of this bullshit. Or like drill a hole into your brain and be like, we're going to expel the demons. Like, I And I get that because if you don't understand something, you relate it to something that you do understand. Mm -hmm. The Bible, religion, uh, spirits, demons, things that you've been told about. So I totally understand it, but I feel like um, in preparation for this episode, I did a lot of research and watching of movies. Um, Me and Netflix were like this for the past couple of days. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was so many things that I watched where I was like, I wanted it to feel more real than it was. But then when you take a step back, you're like, well, they were probably just schizophrenic. But have you ever been in the presence of someone who has been one schizophrenic or one to the point where they're mad, where you think they f- are possessed. Because I've been around people who are fucking crazy, yeah. and I'm like, there's something crazy in you. But I feel like it's it's some chemical imbalance, right? Versus a possession, which is different. It's like another being overtaking you. 
I have never been in the presence of someone that has been possessed or schizophrenic or like a mental disorder. I mean, I've been around people that have had like a mental breakdown where you just freak out or you cry or you scream. Like I have, we've all been there. (laughs) Yeah. But I don't, I don't immediately jump to like, Oh, they're possessed. I just think, well, they got a lot of shit going on in their lives. They're freaking out. Yeah. Um, but when you read stories about people like speaking in tongues or doing things that are unexplainable, like they like bend backwards and contort and they do these things and and they spit blood from their like fingernails and shit. And you're like, okay, no, something's wrong with you. Yeah. This is not ideal. But to do those things. And then like, where you're talking about the, the contortion and stuff when they do that, but any normal person, if you were to bend that way, you would break your back, Yep. but they can do it and they're fine. Or they speak an old Latin language that is no longer spoken. Like yeah. how do you- Which is something I've always wanted to this day to learn how to do at a bar when a guy hits on me. Like I feel like, well, I feel like that's the quintessential thing when you're alone at a bar and you're like, I just want to have a drink. Cause like I'm going through some shit. Yeah. And I was like, what is the best way to get rid of someone? And it would be, to spin around, roll your eyes back, speak in tongues, contort your body, and no one wants to mess with that. But I think it just depends on the person because if it were me, I'd be like, tell me more about tell yourself. Me more. I want to know more about you. That's when my head would spin around and be like, no, I'm then going, I'd be like, I'm okay, going to maybe, the bathroom. Maybe something's wrong with her. Yeah. Um, so usually we talk about a show or movie that we like, dislike, love, hate, that has to do with our topic. Is there anything that you watched recently? Well, so I'm very, I'm weird because I like like the classics and shit. And I have always been interested in the controversy with kind of like The Shining mm-hmm. where it was like the movie versus the book because in the movie, um, and hopefully everyone has seen it, so I'm not going to explain what it's about. But uh, if you haven't, something's wrong with you. Do yeah. your homework. So anyways, we all know the premise, but like yeah. Jack is obviously a writer and he, he like in, in the actual film, he's like very tormented by his work. And you actually don't know fully if he is overtaken by spirits in the Overlook Hotel or if it's his work that makes him so mad that he sees these things. Mm-hmm. And so it's this constant thing where like, is he possessed by something? Where he's like talking to like the ghost bartender and stuff. And like, there's all these like, there's all these moments where you're like, obviously he's living in a different world mentally Mm -hmm. and maybe he's possessed by whatever spirits are in the hotel. But there's also the novel that clearly indicates that he is actually possessed by the hotel. So it's weird to have the juxtaposition where the movie you don't know, but the classic novel you're like, he is- You're told what's happening. Yeah, so I've always been fascinated by the fact that there's no direct crossover. And so it's just like, how do you actually accurately- portray a possession Mm -hmm. and what does that actually look like so I always go back to the shining being like when he was like breaking through the bathroom like that's clearly not him yeah but like is it really him or is according to the book it's not but according to the movie I don't know maybe he's just fucking crazy and you're just wondering like you're open to something are you are you is your mind open and you're letting something in like how how do does someone we're sitting on this couch talking right now, but if I were to like roll my eyes back and start like crawling backwards, that's not in my character. No, so like, how not, do you explain that? Not that I've seen of you. We've hung out <laughs> enough. I don't know you like, that well, but like, mm. usually I don't do that. I feel like that would be very impressive if I could do that. Like that's on what camera. they do in Calabasas. That's their Pilates right now. Like they've surpassed, they've crawl. surpassed goat Pilates and they're now doing backwards crawls. I mean, I would just sign up for that class. Probably very about expensive. You. We could do an episode for about that. Okay. So for me, we have established I'm afraid of possession. I do not want to be possessed. Don't want any part of it. 
And this goes way back. So my mom grew up very Catholic. I know that you were saying you grew up very Catholic. So Ouija boards were not allowed. You weren't allowed to play with the Ouija board. If you did, bad things would happen and everyone would lose their shit. No one talked about that in my family though. Really? Yeah. Like I didn't know what a Ouija board was until I was like mid teens. Really? Yeah. Like no one talked about that shit. That's so interesting. So I guess I don't think that my mom ever said, Hey, don't play with the Ouija board, like specifically, but she told me stories about her playing with the Ouija board and things that happened. And, um, when she was younger, it's like a little bit of a cheesy story, but to me, it's like kind of what started my fear of it. Her and my aunt were playing with a Ouija board at my grandma's house, at their mom's house. And obviously they weren't allowed to do it. So um, they're playing with it and they're just asking it regular questions like, what's going to happen to me? Am I going to be famous? I'm like things you ask when you're a kid, things that you yeah. want to know. And so my mom asks the Ouija board and she says, um, what are the initials going to, or who am I going to marry? Something like that. And essentially like she was getting the fact of like, what are going to be the initials of my husband? Mm-hmm. So it gives her the initials and she kind of doesn't really think anything of it. My grandma found out that they were playing with the Ouija board and like they were, I'm sure they both got beaten with the belt. Like they were oh, yeah. in so much trouble. She had a priest come to bless the house. They threw the Ouija board out. Yeah. Like It was a huge thing. And so my mom marries her first husband and always kind of in the back of her mind, she always had that story in her mind of who that person was going to be. Marries her first husband wasn't those initials. And in her mind, she kind of like wrote that off as like, oh, that's a bunch but of that bullshit. Second husband. But the Ooh. second husband was those initials. And when she tells me that story, when I was a lot younger, I was like, I got goosebumps and I got scared. And I've always been kind of told or any story about the Ouija board never ended well. Like her story wasn't yeah. anything yeah. scary. It yeah. wasn't anything bad that happened in the end. But the Ouija board, we actually have one. Let's find out who I'm going to marry. No. So I actually uh, refuse to play with the Ouija board. I've never played with a Ouija board. I love them. I think they're beautiful. Um, I appreciate them. And I have lots of them. We have like multiple. Like a good time. Yeah. That's like an old school Parker Brothers Ouija board. Yeah. I have like a Ouija board tray. I love it. I think it's really cool. Aesthetically, not as a. Yes. Not, yeah. But I am a true believer in that the Ouija board is a gateway. And by playing it with playing with it, you were opening that door. Um, a friend of mine told me once and he said, it's not the fact that it's a Ouija board. Like it could be a Ouija banana. And that was his example. It could be anything that you deem that you give power to. And we could draw something on this table and have a cup and say, this is our thing. Um, and if you give that item power, then it has power. Huh? And for me, I don't know if I believe that really, but see, I, I have, shot with Ouija boards. I've never really like hardcore fucked with one in the way that it's supposed to, but like I have one nailed, literally nailed through the Ouija board over my sofa. Like I just don't give a shit. I feel like that's bad. It's probably bad, but, (laughs) but I've been to your place and I didn't feel anything. It feels great. Yeah, it does. I mean, sometimes it smells a lot of, a lot of bread smells. But it's good. Fresh break, fresh, fresh, fresh bread, fresh Fresh bread, bread. fresh bread in demons. But yeah, like I have always actually wanted to fuck with it. Really? Because now, well, if it, I don't want to touch a Ouija board and be like, okay, I'm going to conjure some bad spirits. Yeah. But if it told me who I was going to marry, I'm down. Like good things. But what if the, so the risk is you can do this. You can play this game, this game. Yeah. And 
there's an opportunity for you to learn more good, or there's an opportunity to open a door to something bad coming in. Like, would you, are you willing to take that risk? I don't think I have the capacity for them to even come in. Like, I feel like they would look at me and be like, she's very busy. This is not ideal. <laughs> like, like I I'm not like, going to get anything out like of her. I feel like they would look for someone who has a gaping hole of free time. Yeah. Like, this is when we can fuck with her. Yeah. Every night after six. I don't have time for that. Like, they know. I feel like the world knows I do not have time for bullshit. Right. I mean, I get that, but I think I've built up this, like, huge, like, for this episode, and I noticed that when you came over, you had a cross on. It I is wore, a cross, but it's like also a dagger. And oh, I didn't it's even a cross realize. Dagger. I are, wore, we, are we holier yeah, than how? I wore my cross earrings and my yeah. cross necklace because in my mind, I feel like even talking about it is like opening up that window. But and, I have my demon underwear on. So like I, I contradict like myself. Canceling us out. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I have lots of crosses for me over here. Yeah. protected. I am so afraid of it. And I'm I've not. watched, I guess, the exorcist that was one that was my first horror movie and literally it sticks with me to this day because i'm like i i'm so afraid of being possessed that it is like watching anything about it i get like just i i want to like hide it is so scary to me i feel like there's possession by demons but then once you're possessed so much by a certain entity in your life like your job like i feel like i'm possessed by my On a different level i'm possessed by my job so i'm just like there's i understand the ma- the mental capabilities of being like zeroed in and being like i am a robot this is my life this yeah for my, my focus and so for me like playing with a ouija board i don't give a shit because i I'll, I'll just be like if you want to get in good luck like I dare you. Did you ever see that movie Veronica on Netflix? Yeah, I did. I just rewatched it. And it's not necessarily like a possession movie. It's more of like an evil spirit movie. But actually when you get to the end of it, if you haven't seen it, you have to watch it. It is um, a Spanish film. So it is subtitles, but it's awesome. And it's been, I looked up on the internet and it says like, it's one of the movies that people say that they can't watch. Yeah. They can't finish because it's so scary. I love it. I mean, it. I think it's scary. It's not so scary. You can't finish watching it. Watch it on a laptop. That's what I did. Well, it's, if it's not big, it's yeah, not as intimidating. Yeah, it's nice. Like if you don't have good sound, it's really ideal. That's true. Um, so we watched it again. And at the beginning, the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, this is just about a spirit. They Essentially, she's playing with a Ouija board with her friends, Open up, opens up the door, something comes through. She doesn't follow one of the main rules of Ouija board playing, which I even know and I don't play with them, is you have to basically like close out the session and say goodbye. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't do that. This spirit comes through and it's a demonic spirit. But towards the end of the movie, you you finally realize that like it's not just a demon screwing with her and her family. It's that demon becoming her. Mm-hmm. which is in turn possession. So she yeah. becomes that demon becomes one with her. She's possessed. She does things that she wouldn't normally do. And she's actually the one hurting her siblings when she thinks it's the spirit doing it. So um, there's a th- another thing about possession is if you watch movies and they're possession movies, I'm like, okay, that is a great story. Someone came up with a great story that is scary. But when you hear all it takes for me is based on a true story. And I'm like, oh, I love it. Ooh, that makes me more enticed to, to further research it. Yeah. So I don't know. I like this is where we differ because it's like you say that like you love going into haunted places. And I, stuff do. And I love it. I don't like casually doing that unless I can tune it out. But I do. I would be interested in meeting people who were possessed and like 
messing with a Ouija board and like, cause I don't know, that feels safer, which That's is so weird. weird because it's like, there's a difference for me and the difference is going into a place that has like energies and things happening in it. You're stepping into that world versus opening up. I guess we see it differently. I see it as like opening the door for something to come in and you see it as like, Hey, I'm just going to do this thing. I feel like I'm going to let you in. And like, if you're cool, it's like who I invite to my house. Like, I'm like, if you're cool, you can come in, but like you can stand at my door and I can see you. Yeah. But I have a very thick wall for humans, for things, for energy. And my rap music does a really good job of letting it all just disappear. The key, I just have to play rap music yeah. when I Ouija board and then they Disgusting won't. rap music is the key to telling ghosts. In. They just give up. You're not allowed. So I did a little bit of research on the whole Veronica thing because it said based on a true story. So I forget the girl's name that it's actually based on. Veronica. Um, no, it was something, uh, Isabella, I don't remember. Yeah. Um, but she was possessed by this thing and the parents actually, like, after she passed away, still had residual stuff happening in the house. Mm-hmm. So the story was similar. It was her and her friends playing with a Ouija board. But in the actual real life occurrence, I believe her boyfriend died in a motorcycle accident. So she was trying to contact him. Um, whereas in the film, it's she's trying to contact her dad. Yeah. Um, but regardless, it was based on a true story on the police report that was reported from the incident. And that's, what's crazy to me because in Spain, I think to this day, her case is the only case ever reported that the police, um, report. Oh shit. What is the word I'm trying to think of? So the actual police report is the only report that has ever had paranormal activity in it. (gasps) Only reported paranormal activity in any case ever in Spain. That's so it's like a very historical case. They never really like found out what it was because yeah. they're saying it was possession, yeah. but that's not really like a thing that in the police report is like a valid reason of why it happened. Yeah. So it's just super trippy. And I think another one that I watched recently is the um, Exorcism of Emily Rose. Did you ever watch that? I feel like I got halfway through and then I pooped out. Really? Yeah, I go. I fall asleep very early. It's, it was like it was like 11 p.m. And I was like, yeah, like this I'm is tired. when my eyes shut. So. so I did some research on that one because that was also based on a true story. And um, the girl's name is Annalise Mikkel, I think is how you say it. Mm-hmm. And it's from the 60s in Germany. And this girl, so here's a trippy thing is any sort of like exorcism case that there's information about, you always have to take a step back and you're like, is it a spirit? Was she sick? Was she mentally sick? Was there doctors involved? Was there someone that was monitoring her health? Um, And in the case of um, Annalise Mickle, I personally, from everything I read, believe that she was mentally unstable and that there was something going on. And the fact that she didn't have a doctor there, she actually ended up dying of like malnutrition and dehydration. She refused to eat and she believed that like going on a hunger strike would mean that the demons would die because she wasn't feeding the demons. Yep. But there was no doctor there to say, they ended up saying that if there was a doctor that saw her in the condition that she was in, they would have said, hey, let's put her on an IV. Let's give her like a a feeding tube and she would have lived. So the parents um, weren't accused of anything because they said that they'd been through enough. 
but the two priests, I think, went to prison for like six years for manslaughter. It wasn't murder. Yeah, yeah. Because they said that they were basically negligent. And she was, I don't believe she was a child. I think she was a little bit older. She was mentally unstable, you think? I think so, because. I mean, everything that points to it is like schizophrenia. In a lot of these cases, that's what they think it is, is like yeah. something snaps in the person and then they become something else. Yeah, because I've had a few instances, and I'm sure you have too, where downtown LA, there are certain homeless people who have had conversations with themselves. And it's like, you're you're like, what mind state are they in? Yeah. And like, sometimes I think I'm like, that's definitely not a demonic possession. Mm -hmm. There's something else literally going on. Like, it's like a different world in there. Yeah. And so that's where I have a weird disconnect where I'm just like, what is it that differentiates literally insanity where you see the world versus possession different versus possession where we went to, remember we went to that gifting suite and there was that guy, it was a guy in the corner. Which one? The the DJ? I don't know, not the DJ, the actual <laughs> homeless person. The DJ was oh, questionable yes, as well. Oh, yes, he was crazy. And he was screaming on the corner. He and was I, dressed so well, he which was. really was weird. He was dressed very well. So we're like, wait, are you really homeless or is this an act? We, we couldn't are tell. Are you drunk? But I remember thinking, and I know I've said this before, is like, I would love to be able to step into that brain for yeah. like what 60 seconds, just for one minute and understand. And I guess that goes for like a possession too. I would love to be able to take a step into that brain for just enough time to understand what they're feeling. Yeah. Where does it come from? How does it happen? Um, when I watch the exorcism of Emily Rose, there's a scene in there where she does this thing and she's like, they like jump up and down from her knees mm-hmm. and in the actual case, in the the real girl, she actually did that where she'd like fall to her knees and then get back up and fall to her knees as she was being possessed. And she ended up like tearing a bunch of tendons, breaking a bunch of bones. Like, and what's crazy is she was so dehydrated, so malnourished that they had to help her sit up. Like she couldn't function on her own. But when these fits of possession would happen, she would do things that Physically, if you or I were in that condition, we would not be able to jump up and down. Mm-hmm. We would not be able to fall to our knees and get back up because you would be so weak. Mm-hmm. But when that was happening to her, she was capable of doing that. And that's what makes me think. I'm like, yeah, maybe you were a little crazy. There's something controlling but the whole body. there's something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in the film, there's a scene where she's doing that. And there's another scene where she's having this, like, I guess, fit of possession is what I'm calling it. And she starts doing this thing and she goes... One, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five, six. And it's her in the film. She's actually counting the amount of demons that are inside of her that she's being possessed by. Yeah. But I also have this like OCD habit where I count in my head. And so I find myself doing it all the time. Like Possessed. If I'm cleaning, I'll do it in patterns like, and it's always to the number six. Ooh. Or if I'm like stirring my tea, I Is stir it crazy? six times. If I clock, yeah, it's weird. And I catch myself doing it all the time. After I saw that movie, I was like, oh my God, I can't count to six in my head or I'm going to be possessed. I must only count to five. Otherwise I, I can't. am crazy. And it's so fun. I mean, it's, it's crazy. People would say that's crazy, but it's just a thing that I do and I've always yeah. done it. And, um, but since that movie, I'm like, I'll catch myself counting. And I'm like, I mean, seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> I wonder what happens like if I were a parent to a child and for some weird reason, I assumed that my child was possessed. Like 
what? Oh, I have another like, story. What after would this. you do? Like, would you just be like, okay, I'm going to take you to the hospital because you're fucking crazy? Like, I don't even know. Like, would you call nine one one and be like, it's possessed by a demon? <laughs> it the child, the child, the is boy possessed. or girl is is possessed, and I don't like. Is that a diagnosable thing where they take you in an ambulance and be like, yeah, she's fucking possessed? I think that what happens is in those cases people think what you think. They're like, well, I can't take them to the hospital because they're going to think I'm crazy. That's a lot of times people do. How many people have a priest in their cell phones? I don't. I don't. I mean, maybe we should get one. We need to find Eh. a designated priest because you don't know. What if I get possessed and you're like, shit, what do we do with her? Yeah. And then you're going to have to deal with it. I got holy water in my apartment because I got it at an oddity store and I haven't used it, but I feel like I'll sprinkle it on anyone who needs it. So so if we don't have a priest right now, you have the holy water. But if you run out of holy water, we need a priest. I've got tap water. I don't think that works. You got to get a priest. You have to be blessed. There's a whole process or it's not going to work on me. Oh God. I'm preparing for my possession. I feel like the bill, like if you don't have health insurance and you need to get like a de-demonized that's a lot of money that's not covered under the health insurance plan so if i do get possessed it is my biggest fear but you have to promise me that if i do we do an episode of like my exorcism will i be there probably i feel like i'm giving you the job you have to make sure that i get out the next time you count to six i'm calling a priest (laughs) we'll film it for you guys um what else oh so you were saying about the like what do you do yeah so Netflix coming to the rescue again. I watched and I don't, oh my God, I forget the name. It was the possession of Janet something on Netflix. If you go to Netflix and you type in possession, it's called believe is the title of the film. And it's believe like the possession of Janet. And I figure her last name, Yeah. but it's about this Maori family in New Zealand. And uh, Janet is the one that becomes possessed. But really what happens to Janet, in my opinion, is she suffers from a family member, a close family member. Her grandmother passes away Mm -hmm. and her boyfriend of nine years, she finds out he's been cheating on her. So kill that hoe. (laughs) The culmination of all of that obviously is a huge stressor. She's under a ton of stress from it's basically the film is a reenactment. So they're reenacting based on interviews that were given from the police investigation. And you, when you're watching it, you're like, well, this girl is really depressed. Mm -hmm. You can tell like all of these stressors have caused her to be super depressed and things start happening. And her family, their very close family decides that she's possessed. She's not acting like herself and they think that it's a possession. So rather than going to someone rather than having, I think she sees a psychiatrist. I'm not hundred percent sure. Um, but they decide to take this in their own hands and that they are going to perform an exorcism on her. And it's this house with the whole family. They're all in this, this it's, it's a small house. It only has one bathroom and there's like aunts, uncles, parents, uh, nephews, nieces, there's babies. Everybody's in this house. And there's this line and it's like, it's, I can't think of it right now, but they say over and over and over again um, when she has her fits of like rage or possession. And so what they find is that the only thing that is going to cure her is cold water. The demon doesn't like cold water. So they are constantly putting her in cold showers. There's a moment where they basically like say she's over by the door and the kitchen's over there. There's like a chain of them basically getting bowls of cold water to her and they're just pouring it on her in her mouth, down her throat. And the weird thing is, is she's coherent. Like she goes out for a smoke break. She is doing normal things and she had every moment to say, 
hey guys, this is weird. This is weird. Or, hey, I just don't feel good. I don't think this is working. Like she had all the time to say something and she never does. So you kind of think like, is she in that moment where she's so depressed she wants to give up or is there more to it? So the girl actually ends up dying from um, drowning. She basically had swallowed so much water in her lung, got it in her lungs and she ends up dying. So the family's put on trial because basically you, you killed killed your child. Maybe you thought you were doing good, but you killed her. So it's that, that kind of crazy thing where you're like, hey, this is happening. No one's going to believe us. Let's take matters into our own hands. And unfortunately, in this case, it ends with murder because they basically murdered their aunt, daughter, grandchild, whatever, whoever she was to the family um, because they were so convinced. And one of the things that they say she's possessed by, there was a lion statue. And so they get rid of this lion statue because they believe that it's a demonic entity that has entered her. Come to find out in the court case, they reveal that the lion statue was purchased brand new from like a hotel owner and somehow it got into their possession. It's from Hobby Lobby. Lion from Hobby Lobby. He put yogurt on it and put it outside so that it would age so it looked older. It sounds like a meme. Like a (laughs) yogurt lion. Yes. Demon league yogurt lion. But could you imagine finding that out in the courtroom, like hearing that, that this thing you believed was a demonic spirit was a lion statue with yogurt on it to be aged. And you're- It makes you look so dumb. Right. And you're like, what? The thing is they closed themselves off in this house where they weren't letting other people in because if some stranger walked in, they'd be like, what the fuck is going on in here? She needs a doctor. She needs help. Like someone from the outside would have seen it, but everyone just kind of kept to the neighbors that would hear them chanting all hours of the night. Like nobody said anything. They're like, let them handle their shit. just don't want to- like, it's like what you hear about the people who are hoarders or you yeah. hear about the people who are like, you know, 700 pounds and they're just stuck in their house. It's like some people like just don't know what to do and they just try to like mentally block it out. And yeah. I don't know. Like I, I know there was like, I think it was in, it was in when I was living in Washington and I had heard about this like house and it was like two hours north and there was like always like these crazy sacrifices going on. Not human sacrifices. Oh, but, like, I was like, Jesus Christ. An- it was animal sacrifices. But I was just kind of like, yeah, like everyone kind of knows about it, but they don't do anything about it. And it was just like, it was just kind of understood. You're like, yeah, they do some weird shit. Like you just leave them alone. Yeah. Well, Cause do you want to really be a part of it? Like no. you're like, just do your own. If you're going to go over there and you're going to do your stuff, as long as you don't bother me, I'm cool with it. Yeah. Um, so I get that. I just, I just find it fascinating that people can get so sucked into their beliefs, mm-hmm. no matter what logic there is. If you're like, no, she has X disease or this is wrong with her, but you're like, you can justify it because of something that you believe in. That's not necessarily a fact, but sounds you have, like a cult. Sounds like a cult. Sounds like some crazy ass religion of sorts, but it's scary, right? It is no possession. We don't want any of it. No. Um, I actually have a surprise for you. So this is uh, what we're calling the halftime spook show. We've actually run a little bit over halftime, but it doesn't matter. We're still calling it the halftime spook show because I Um, see it on the floor and I don't know what it is (laughs) the whole time. She's like, what is that? I'm like, nothing. It's a surprise. I'm going to put my mic down. Oh wait, I gotta put it over here. Eh. My God, I just, anything on a platter, I get really nervous about because it's either like cake or, um, a living thing. It's not alive. Well, maybe it is alive. I don't no, know. No, stop. It, I don't it, like it's this It's been under here for a while. God so. damn it. It better be a snack. Okay. I'm going to try to get comfy here. Oh my God. I'm glad you're comfortable. Cause I'm not. You're not comfortable. 
I just feel right, we got I'm gonna get the mic right here. And then um <laughs> is it edible? Um we'll sh- we shall see. I don't like this game. Are you ready? No, Halftime spook show coming at you. <laughs> oh, I don't like this game. Why are you so afraid? You don't even know. I feel like you are like secretly like insane inside. And and you're <laughs> gonna say like plot twist, I'm possessed right now, and like you're Possession. gonna die. Like, I just feel like <laughs> this is gonna take a bad turn. Okay, are you ready? Are you sure? Yeah. Are you really sure? Take yep. those long ass nails and pull <laughs> the to, fucking you have plate. To keep your eyes open. No One, two, three, four, five, six. No. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, I don't like this game. No. I'm not this eating. is my favorite game. <sighs> and it's my favorite game because it's my game and um, I make the rules and you have to do what I say. So you ready? I don't know if the camera can really see what this is because it's um, oh crickets. Courtesy of Amazon Prime. So you can get these beautiful crickets on Amazon Prime. This is why I wore my cross today. (laughs) And it is our creepy treat for the day. We have salt and vinegar flavored crickets. We have sour cream and onion flavored crickets. Delicious. And we have bacon and cheese flavored crickets. I mean, that the one that that's what I would go for. You want to go for bacon and cheese? But like, I really don't want to go for any of them. I I I don't Ooh. know if they can, they're pretty, they're like pretty big and juicy. I'd probably not juicy. They're probably dried out. This but. is not the kind of snacks you promised me. When I mean, I, when did I promise you any kind of snacks? You said if I did good on the podcast, I'd get a snack. <laughs> Ashley, if you do good today, I'll give you snacks. So we're oh going to start God. with, oh, there's not that many bacon and cheese. I don't want to, I'm not eating these. You know that, right? You have to try no, them. I don't want to. You, I remember before you said, as long as I can pick the you legs gave me, off. You gave me tequila though, and then I got really excited. And but there's, I gave you rum. It's today. been a month at least. I've had time to think. Okay, look, we have like actually we have candy snacks, so you can have the cricket flavored snack, and then you can have the candy snack. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really I don't know. I don't want it. I'll pay you. Can you see? Can they see? I'll pay you money. Crickets. This is not. bacon and cheese flavor. You can't pay me money. They're very large. They are. There's a small one. Does it say the calories? <laughs> she says, does it say the calories? 4.3 calories. 4.3 calories. I am not. No, do I can't. I'm going to do it. I cannot do it. I will Venmo, I'll Venmo you no, money. No, you have to do nope. it. I can't. You have to. No. You can pick off all the. No. What if I do it first? You do it first. I'll do it first. Okay, you've you hold probably, that. You've probably eaten these before. I've actually never eaten this kind before. I can't. They have a face. Shit. We can cut the heads off. No. I don't want this is it. Ba- bacon and cheese. You want to bite the heads off? I don't want to. Look eat at he's it. looking at I me. Can't. He's missing a leg. I can't do this. You hear that, can't you? This ASMR. I mean it doesn't taste like bacon or cheese. That's it doesn't really taste like anything. Oh, I taste a little Actually, I'm not supposed to have dairy, so I shouldn't have eaten that one, but that's okay. I'm not supposed to have dairy either. So, so you can have no, the sour cream no, no, and onion. No, no, I'm not supposed to have dairy or... Uh, <coughs> um, oh, <laughs> I just spit up a leg. <coughs> I'm not supposed to have dairy. I'm not supposed to eat um, <coughs> no, crustaceans, <laughs> bugs, um, lizards, dinosaurs, whales, and <coughs> sometimes um, orange juice makes me phlegmy, so I can't do this. But it's not bad. No! I don't want you it. Just if I eat, bite the head off. Will you try it? No. That, this is the halftime spook you show. Know what one of my favorite shows or movies is what? A Bug's <laughs> Life. A Bug's Life, not its death. Well, these, down my esophagus. <laughs> these bugs are dead. 
I'm still choking on. <laughs> Why are you eating more? Because I want to see if this one tastes like this is a. Aren't the girl ones have the little? Um, I don't want to do this. The little feeler things on their butt coming out of their butt. Do no. It. I'm gonna. I'll bite the head. No, I don't want what it. What if I bite the head? Oh, I dropped it. No, I don't like this. Game. <laughs> what if I bite the head, the legs, and all the I little? I want to diet. God damn it! This New Year's forty-five. New Year, new me. No, <coughs> you lie. Serving size one container has four point three calories. One whole container. I feel like it's gonna come out with his head. I promise attached. you, it doesn't taste like anything. I promise. There's not enough rum in my cup to partake in this endeavor. I can't. You need a shot? You want a shot? No, I just. Look, I'm going to bite his head off. Look, and now he doesn't have a head. Let me, let me examine him. You should try it. What if he has poop in he there? He doesn't still? have poop. Can I lick him? Would you? Lick him. He's salty. You, <laughs> you didn't even have time to taste it. I licked his salty body. You're sure so afraid. And that's so, more than I give most people. <laughs> as much as I'm afraid of possession, we have found out you are afraid of crickets. Are you really I not going to try okay, it? Can I just say something? No, there you are, have to eat the cricket. No. <laughs> what do you have to say? I just have to say that my two fears in life, which most people know hardcore, mm -hmm. are thunderstorms and caterpillars. This isn't, a, I know that, and this isn't a this thunderstorm is not a or caterpillar, a caterpillar. But this is a very small bug. Oh, his leg came off. Oh, his shit. leg fell off. Oh, fuck. It looks like a little like frog leg. I don't want him. Just don't eat the leg. Just, you licked it already. It's not that bad. It I, tastes like crunchy air, I don't want, like a chip. What's coming out of his asshole? That's. <laughs> That's a lady, and it's like where she lays her little eggs from. That's enticing. The only reason I know this is because I have a tarantula, and we feed her crickets. Look at look at all those. See, this is a lady too. You want a, a man that doesn't have the little butt I prefer tendrils? To put men in my mouth, so yeah. I'll give you. Do give I have to bite man. the head off? Yeah, he's small. Yeah, I'll give you a small one. I'll bite his head off. Okay. Oh, he's got little fingies. Oh my! I ate his face. He doesn't have a face. Try it. You're building this up. Poop in there. He doesn't have poop. I promise. There's no poop in there. More protein. <laughs> oh, I don't want Do to... it. I've eaten. I'll eat another one. What oh. if I put it in my mouth and I put it back out? <laughs> That's fine. At least you tried. I'll put it on my tongue. Just try it. Eat it. Eat it. Eat it. Eat I... it. Eat it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Go in. In. In the mouth hole. It's not scary. I promise. <laughs> Chew it. You're such a chicken. I can't. You know what? What? I'm a very delicate flower. <laughs> I think you're being a real big baby. I can't. Okay, what if, what if on the next episode you can make me eat something and you get to pick what that is? What are you allergic to? <laughs> That's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> I'm allergic to bee stings. My foot is the size of a freaking Texas right now. Oh, I just. Oh, I can't. Do it. I'll tell you something that I don't like. What do I not like to eat? You could just pick something really disgusting that I have to eat. And I'll do it. I won't question you. I Well, I can't think of anything. It could be anything. It could be like a mayonnaise. Yeah, but like, I love mayonnaise. I mean, I like mayonnaise too, so See? not mayonnaise. See, what the fuck? Um, I... It could be... Oh, I Cameron love... says Miracle Whip. Miracle Actually, Whip is a miracle. I Really? 
Yeah. Eat that cricket. You're trying to distract me. Just do it. I don't want it. I mean, look, I'll eat another one. What is wrong with you? It doesn't taste like anything. It literally tastes like nothing. Imagine that it's a Cheeto. Knowing that it's it's a Cheeto. It's a Cheeto with legs. It is. Legs off. Take his legs off. She's rolling him around to like. Now he's break off all of it. Now, now he's, he's just a little body. A he's like a little, he's a paraplegic cricket. Oh, he's got one leg left. Hold on. Let me I see. ate his head. I stuck in my teeth. Just eating his ass. <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. Everyone wants to watch you do it. Do it. I don't like this audience. Just bite it. Just bite it. You're thinking about it way too much. <laughs> She just rolled all over my hand. I don't want to move. It's stuck with spit. <laughs> Eat it. <laughs> Halftime spook show is turning out to not be very good. I don't like this game. Are you really not going to eat it? Well, I mean, <sighs> she's crying. I didn't know this was going to happen. <laughs> I'm like sweating. <laughs> Just do it. You are gonna be. You're gonna feel so proud what of yourself. What are you gonna give me? <laughs> what do you want? What money? I'll give you twenty dollars. <laughs> I'll give you twenty dollars. Twenty bucks will be yours. All you have to do is eat the cricket. You have to chew it up, chew it, bite it, put it close to your microphone. <laughs> $20 is not yours. It is still. I can't do it. You don't I, to- I have morals and I put very sensitive things in my mouth that don't involve crickets. Really? I can't do it. Even for $20? No, it's going to be like 20 grand. Oh, I don't have that kind of money. Like I, I thought you were going to say 25. I was like, I'll do 25. This is a very emotional subject here in crickets. It's crickets, dude. It's, it is. Crickets. Oh, crickets. God. I'm the weirdo over here, like eating them like candy. Have you done this before, though? I've had crickets in Mexico. See, there it is. But they're not, they taste the same. But if it was like a cultural experience, I'd be like, yeah, like when I'm in the moment, I fucking eat the okay, crickets. I'm setting the scene. I'm not in Mexico. We are in Mexico City on this beautiful purple couch. It's called Mexico. No, Mexico City. It is the sun is shining upon us. There's a cart with a man and he has crickets and they're all sorts of flavors. These ones. Give me some Spanish, baby. Um, eat, I don't know how to say eat the cricket in Spanish. I don't know how to say cricket in Spanish. Criquete. Criquete. Say come, it, say it's come, come el criquete. That come. means eat the cricket, I think. Come el criquete. Wait, what was that thing that was? You're just trying to d- create a diversion. No, there was this phrase, and it was like, I want you inside of me in Spanish. <laughs> Yo quiero. It was like. Taco Bell. <laughs> I don't remember, but eat the cricket. Do it. What did it taste like? Nothing. See? All of that it tasted like nothing. Oh, it's in my body. Fuck. <laughs> oh, they're so like they're not bad. That's what it sounds like to eat cricket. Well, that one tasted like bacon. Are you gonna be okay? Are you mad at me? Ah, I'll redeem myself later when you pay me my 20 bucks. Oh, her $20 now. I'll pay you $20. You set the scene too I'm a well. woman of my word. And next time you get to pick something for me to eat. And if you guys want to have try these, 
Um, you know, I'm going to try the other flavor because I really wanted to try the sour cream I was and so onion. pissed because I have this phrase that I eat every time that I eat a taco and I say it, it's like, oh, fuck. It was like, it's literally like, I want you inside of me in Spanish. Oh, about the taco. Yeah. I was thinking something I always very say different. It. Well, I know I could work in other scenarios, but I always like hold my taco way up high. I'm like, okay. Crickets. I do have to tell you that although your packaging mm, is very, oh, that one does. In the end, tastes like sour cream and onion. That's good. One? No, I just <laughs> she ate a candy. <laughs> Cameron's like, did you just eat another one? No, she ate the. We have like sour cherry balls. Balls and crickets. Um. So do you feel like you're possessed by that cricket now? It's inside it's like of you. Es dentro de mí. That's the fucking thing. What? Say it again. It's like quiero quiero quiero. Yes, Dondre Demi. Some shit like that. I think you just said, you said, Quiero es donde? Donde es Dondre. where? Dondre. You're just making shit up now. No! I Was swear to God, I went to a place, the man at the bar told me to Adentro? say that. Dentro. Adentro. Adentro de me. Inside of me. Yeah. Yes. Fucking crickets inside of me, babe. <laughs> Los criquetes. Oh. How do you feel? Crunchy. I feel like I need something stronger than rum. I know. I feel like they're stuck in my teeth. Mm. That's what she said. Um, uh, any other possession? Not things? possessed me enough to last a lifetime. Yeah, you're possessed by that cricket. Oh, her your eyes are. I feel so bad. Do you hate me? I what are you know. gonna make me eat next time? A booger. Oh shit. Mine. <laughs> I mean, I said I. I oh, I don't know. Well, I think that will wrap it up for us on this episode of Let's Get Spooky. I'm Leanna Vamp. I'm Ashley Jonkis. And don't forget to spay. <laughs> don't forget to spay. And a cricket in my t- Don't forget to spay and neuter your pets. And also, don't forget to stay spooky, fiends. Bye. Bye. Seriously, how it's stuck in my teeth. <laughs> Did you see when I coughed earlier and I coughed out a leg? I literally coughed out a leg. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. I'm just thinking about it inside me. <laughs>